Hello, my friends. 10% of 2021 is done. And I wanted to check in and say, how are you doing? 2020, obviously, for so many reasons, was an insane year. And I think that one of the one of the tragedies for us as an industry and for us as people is that generally speaking, everything just kind of started to blend in. The days and the nights felt pretty much the same. You took a shower and you changed from your nighttime pajamas to your daytime pajamas. And there wasn't a whole lot that most of us did in terms of being productive, in terms of moving the needle. And at a certain point, 2020 really became about survival, whether that was the financial survival of your family, whether it was the survival of your business, whether it was just staying healthy and being able to live through COVID and all of the other things that we as a people endured. And so now it's 2021 and 10% of the year is gone. And what I don't want for myself or for any of the people that I know and love is to wake up and find out that it's fall and then it's winter and it's the holidays and the year is over and we didn't, number one, we didn't learn the lessons of 2020. We didn't do the things that we really needed to do for ourselves and our clients and our families and that all of a sudden you wake up and you go, wow, that's another one in the books. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about goal setting, how important it is to set goals and to set yourself up for being productive, to set yourself up to say, what is it that I want and how is it that I am going to go about this? So I want to talk a little bit about what my husband and I have done with our kids and our family for many, many years now. It's been really successful and hopefully it inspires you to really just crush the rest of this year. So the first thing that I always recommend is to get a big picture of what it is that you want for your life. Now, this is global. This is what do you want in your personal life? What do you want in your business? What do you want for your family? And really just sit down and design your life. What do you want to feel like when you wake up in the morning? How do you want to spend your days? What kind of experience do you want to have with your spouse or your friends or your children or your extended family? What do you want your business to look like? And I think that we need to start with these really kind of big lifetime goals so that you can then write them out. And I always like to write out my goals in a really kind of positive way. I want to do things that are uplifting and that are inspiring, that'll make me feel good, that'll make me want to actually accomplish these things. And then once you write these statements out, once you write out these really positive statements, I want you to go out and find images that correlate to those statements. So maybe you want to buy a new house this year 
And I know that buying a new house was something that was on our kind of dream board, our goal list for three years. It's something that I'm super excited about. We did this last year and we were able to move in during 2020. But every year for three years, part of our family's dream board were pictures of houses that inspired us, that were exciting, that we really felt like we could live there and we could be happy. So find photos. If you have health goals, if you have physical goals, if you have business goals, find a photo that corresponds to a really positive and exciting statement and then put them up all in one place. You can go print these pictures and put them on one really big poster board, which is what our family has done over the years. And then we put that poster board in the entryway closet so that every time we opened it up to get keys, to get shoes, to get a jacket, we always saw it so that subconsciously we were always having it reinforced that there were things that we wanted to accomplish in our lives. So now you have that. I also like to keep a digital board. So I'll pull image clips, whether it's from Pinterest, whether it's from um, Instagram, if it's little things that I've seen, and I pull them all together and I make a collage and I keep it on my computer in a file that I can go and I can look at and pull from all the time. Because sometimes when you're in the middle of the rat race, when you're busy being busy, when you're frustrated, you need to see something that reminds you why you're doing all of these things. And we all live on our phones. We're all tied to our computers. I was chatting with Nicole Peck the other day, who's such a great friend and such an inspiration. She's so smart and so sharp. And she mentioned that a study she read said that the average person's workday has increased by two hours a day. That's an extra eight hours at minimum a week that we are giving to our jobs because we live and we work in the same space. And if you're going to be doing that, then I think it's really important that you see something that inspires you, that you see something that moves the needle. Once you have this global picture, once you know what exactly your goals are, then you need to break them down into that mnemonic SMART goal system. So I know that most everybody has heard about this before, but if you haven't, SMART stands for S, specific and significant. Is your goal just, I'm going to travel the world? Or is your goal, I want to go to Italy? Is it significant enough to you that you're willing to work for it? The M in SMART stands for measurable or meaningful. Is this something that I can say, how close am I? What else do I need to do to get there? The A in SMART is attainable, and for me, it's always action-orientated. Is there something I can do today that gets me closer to attaining the goal that I want to accomplish in one year, three year, five years? Is the goal relevant for R? Is it relevant to my life and to my business, and is it rewarding to me as a person? And then T, is it a trackable goal? Can I set aside very specific amounts of time 
for this goal so that I know that I can work on accomplishing it. Because without writing it down, without setting up a plan, you really, you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going, and then we're shocked when we don't get there. So you have these SMART goals. They're specific and measurable, they're attainable and relevant, and you know that there are things that you can track and that you can dedicate time to so that you can actually achieve them. And what kind of goals could you be setting? I think that one of the biggest things for all of us after this last year is that we're all really concerned and we're finally, in a really important way, paying attention to our health. We're paying attention to our relationships. We have all been forced to get real familiar with our finances. And a lot of people have seen career changes. A lot of people have seen pivots. I've seen a ton of businesses go out and try to add on different services. We've seen people scale back and offer smaller packages. We've seen people go big. But for the people who are listening here, for our community, I'm going to share with you what some of my goals for this year have been, what I've been doing, and while last year I created a little accountability group, which was fantastic, this year I want this whole community to be accountable to ourselves, to each other, and to the industry. So personally, the the first thing that I really wanted to do was I wanted to get back to feeling good about myself in my skin. Between moving out of my house three and a half, four years ago, moving into a smaller townhouse, going on the road, traveling, and then between losing my father and having my work-life balance change and then, you know, kind of coming all the way back around, I had gained about 20 pounds. And maybe that sounds like a lot, maybe it doesn't, but having already lost 100 pounds, you know, 17, 18 years ago, when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, that number scared me. And I can see it, you know, from from an ego standpoint, I can see it in my face, I can see it in my body, I can see it in pictures, but I could also feel it. I could feel it in terms of my clothes. I could feel it when I work on my feet a long day. I could feel it because I'm 16 years older now. And when you add on to that, the threat of getting sick, what would happen, how would I be able to process, becoming more connected to my body was a really big goal for me. And so in order to stay smart, the first thing that I did was I set a very specific number for the scale and I set a very specific size that I wanted to get back to. It was really measurable because I know where I was when I started and I know where I'm going. I know it's attainable because I've done it in the past and it's very action oriented in terms of as long as I work my program on Weight Watchers, if I stay within my points, if I keep walking, I can get there. It's very relevant and very rewarding for me and it is time bound and trackable. So I can look at my calendar and say, did I schedule five 90-minute blocks this week so that I can walk five to six miles and do some light weights? Am I able to see the difference in the scale? And we are 10% done 
with 2021, I started this program. I don't believe in starting things on New Year's Eve. It just, it always felt kind of kooky to me, but I started this program the weekend of Thanksgiving. I'm down 12 pounds and two sizes. And that for me is huge. It's easy for me to gain. It's easy for me to forget. It's easy for me to say it's only three points. It's only two cookies. But I am also not somebody who can live in moderation. I can't have five potato chips. I can have all of the potato chips or I can have none of the potato chips. I'm not a moderate person. I'm an extremist. And so getting back and figuring out a way to manage that in my life has been really important. My second big goal for 2021 is that I want to replenish what I have always called my fuck you money. I've always had F you money. I have been a big proponent and I've talked about it a lot on stage for years that I think we all needed to have three to six months of money put away that would allow us to say, I don't want to take that client. I don't want to do that job. I'm not happy where I am. And having that money gives you the freedom and the power to choose. It allows you the ability to go into a dip in your business. Now, did I have a year of that money set up? No, but I had enough to go into COVID feeling at least like I was somewhat prepared I don't think any of us could have ever seen this coming. I don't think any of us were fully prepared for it, but I was fortunate that I had that money and now I need to replenish it. I want to put money back into that account. I hope we never see another COVID again, but if you've never had a savings, I definitely think that that should be a goal for this year. I want to continue to set aside money for taxes. I don't want to go into tax season stressed out. And I want to learn about investing. Some of you know, I married a guy who had an economics degree and who for a very short period of time was actually an investor for an American Express. And he loves stocks. He loves the market. He loves talking about it. He loves looking at it. I don't understand it as well, but I'm finding it fascinating. And I think it's really exciting to learn about. So for my own financial goals, that's what I set. Now notice, I didn't say I want to make more money. That's a given. I think that that's a very obvious thing. We all like money. We all love money. We all want to make money. How are we making the money? Are we making money the right way? Are we charging the right amount at the right time to the right client so that we can do work that we're proud of? Or are we just cashing checks? When we get the money, what are we doing with it? Are we paying ourselves first and putting that money aside? Are we spending it on things that we don't really need? Are we using it to rebuild? I don't think that the answer is always to charge more. I think it is to charge appropriately and to make money that you are proud of, that feels really good, and that you can use to move your life forward. And then the last major goal that I had set up for myself this year was more of an artistic goal, more, it's a business goal, but it's, it's a goal in terms of, can I create the world that I wish existed? As 
as an event designer, as somebody who's working on interiors, as somebody who's working in venues, I really this year want to focus on creating very, very specific experiences and environments that matter to my clients. From the day I started my business, I've always said I'm a sensory planner. I need to engage the five senses. Now, at a certain point, I think we all get to a place where we're doing the work for our clients, but we're also in an ego-driven way. We're doing the work for ourselves. There are things that we want to create. And I do believe that you can do that really well. A perfect example of that is the green wedding that I did in 2019. I had sketched and designed and kind of done broad strokes for an all green wedding that I held back for about six years until I found the right client for it. I didn't sell it to just anybody. I matched the client and the way that they move through the world with the kind of design, the kind of environment that I really wanted to create. And so right now, I'm really fortunate that I have a couple of new clients that are extraordinary people that lead extraordinary lives, and I don't want to phone it in. I don't want to just check the boxes. I don't want to take something that I've seen somewhere else and do it bigger or better or slightly differently. I really want to build things that matter. I want to tell a story in a way that can only be told for this client. And I want to tell it in a way that can only be told by me. And so I want to dig back down really deep with my couples. I want to go back to the basics in how did I start? How did I design? How do I engage with the outside world? And when I show up, am I living my best life in a way that represents who I am as a person, who I am as a business, who I am as an artist and as a designer. And those are really big, big goals. But I can break them all down into my smart system. And I really want to encourage you. We have 90% of 2021 left. That's all you got. You got 90% of this year left. And so if you have not set goals yet for this year, I really want to encourage you to sit down and think in your personal life, what do you want to do? Do you want to work on having a different relationship with your kids? Do you want to reconnect with your spouse or your partner? Do you have an extended family member or a friend that you feel like you need to strengthen that relationship? How do you feel as a business? Do you feel like your career is where you want it to be? Not just in terms of the number of clients, but are you doing work that you love? Or are you doing work to just cash a check? How much are you making? And when is it coming in? Are you able to use that money to make your life, the life of the people that you care about? Are you using it to make the world a better place? Or are you just basically surviving and paying bills? How are you working to get better? Are you learning anything new? Are you taking classes? Are you interning with other people? Are you reading books? Are you, are you waking up happy? Do you feel beaten down by 2020? Nobody can blame you if you do. But 
is there a part of your mindset and a part of your emotional experience that you can adjust? Can you wake up and have five minutes of solitude? Can you write in a gratitude journal? Can you move your body? Can you be physically better? When you wake up, do you feel connected to your body? Do you feel good in your skin? Is there anything that you can do that will make you healthier or that'll just make you stronger? And are you having fun? I think that we tend to to look at fun and we look at pleasure as that frivolous thing that we'll get to in a someday sort of way. Because today, it just doesn't make sense. But if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that today is quite literally all we have. And so can you find a way to be happy every day? Can you find five minutes to have something that you enjoy for yourself? It's five minutes of laughing and tickling and wrestling around with your kids. It's five minutes of absolute solitude and peace and quiet in a bath. It's 10 minutes of drinking a really spectacular glass of wine. Can you do something every day to make it feel like you're actually living because this is your one wild and crazy life and 10% of that life this year is gone. And so I just wanted to touch base and say, for those of you who need the accountability, we're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be summer and then it's going to be fall. And then we're going to be going into 2022. I 100% believe that Q3 and Q4 of this year are going to be incredibly busy. I think we're going to see volume in a way that we have not seen it in years. And I think that as we move into 2022, those of us who are still standing, those of us who are committed, those of us who have stayed the course and stayed on the road, I think that we are going to have the opportunity to do some really amazing things together. And I just want to make sure that we as a community are set up for success. So I also took this year I am so grateful that I've built a group of friends, women, and not to discount men, but it just so happened that for for my little kind of board of directors, my everyday board of directors, I've got people like Angelica Rose from Angelica Rose Events. I've got Caitlin from Elwin and Cass, Amberly from um, Aria, and Nairi from Wedding Fashion Expert. It's a group of either small business owners or hospitality professionals, and we check in with each other all the time. I could not be more thankful for the BBC Collective, Sean Lowe, um, Brian B., Digital Dave, Nicole, all of these people who I may not talk to every single day, but who I very regularly get a how you doing text. Just real simple. How you doing today? How do you feel? What's going on? Or we see things that remind each other of something. We're able to talk. We're able to share ideas. And sometimes these text messages are literally just two or three exchanges. And sometimes we end up digitally chatting for an hour. If you don't have a group like that yet, I really want to encourage you to find one. I want to remind you that this is a great time because we're kind of getting busy, 
but we're also still in that place where we can breathe, go out, build relationships, do a dream board, come up with some goals, because at the end of this year, I'm going to check in with you, and I want us all to be able to say that we are better on December 31st than we are today on February 9th. So that's my rant. Those are my thoughts. I hope you guys are good. I miss seeing you all in real life. And until we talk again next week, I hope you're doing something to celebrate life, luxury, and above all else, love. We'll talk to you soon.